Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right, uh, let's uh, focus on the NRL. And of course, uh, our one New Zealand Warriors got the weekend off, but the game delivered another crazy round for league lovers uh, around the world because uh, some blowouts that have uh, been uh, got to be seen to be believed, kicking off with the Broncos uh, taking uh, back-to-back losses against uh, a hungry Penrith outfit, clearly back on track. The Chooks and the Dragons and back and forth thriller and the Tigers going two in a row by absolutely, and I mean belting, belting the Cowboys at Leichhardt. Uh, joining us now to break down the weekend action is the voice of Rugby League, Andrew Voss. Uh, great uh, to have you back, Vossy, with us. Origin kicks off in just nine days' time. We'll uh, talk about that in a second or two. But again, the NRL throws it up at us uh, right in the face. It's what a comp. Oh, amazing. Good morning to all our uh, listeners this morning. Uh, Look, I've followed Rugby League, obviously, all my life, and I can't remember 12 rounds deep into a season. uh, We have a round of football, Smithy, if you're not aware, that five of the bottom six won, uh, including the bottom four, all won on the weekend. And this was an origin-impacted round. This is, you know, all at full strength. Um, and we now have a five-way tie for the lead in the competition. 12, 12 rounds in. If Canberra had won yesterday, it would be a six-way tie for the lead. It's like sixth is the same number of points as first, but as it is, it's fifth. So Panthers, Souths, Sharks, Broncos, Storm, all on 16. And i tell you what does have an impact now. So we go into these rounds out of origin. So this weekend, uh, there will be seven teams having the bye. I think I'm right in saying that. Yeah, seven, seven teams will have the bye. So they will all get credited two points. Can we stop this farce adding two points for the bye? There will be teams that will have had two byes before some teams have had a bye. And that sort of distorts the competition table. So how about no one gets any points for a bye and um, we can just apply that to the ladder. But it's still a a fantastic competition. Um, Tipster's nightmare, quite obviously. And as to what happens next, well, five games this weekend and in the state of origin, um, this could be a rocky rocky ride over the next, say, four or five weeks for a number of clubs. And it could be an interesting weekend for the Broncos who head across the... Uh, our neck of the woods, in fact, my neck of the woods, to take on uh, the Warriors here in Napier on the back of uh, a loss to the Panthers. Yeah, OK. And now I, I think I think it's been confirmed. So Queensland weren't due to announce or declare their origin side until 9 o'clock Australian time this morning. Now, I'm just looking at a piece of paper. I don't know this official side, but let me count the Broncos. So Reese Walsh has been picked ahead of Kalen Ponga. Kalen Ponga has been... Uh, overlooked for Queensland. So Reese Walsh will be out for the Broncos. Selwyn Cobbo is in on the wing. Um, Thomas Flegler will get a start. So he's out of the forward pack. As we know, Payne Haas is in the New South Wales pack. Pat Carrigan also in the Queensland side. So there's a whole bunch of, um, of Broncos players there that will be on origin duty and not there when the Warriors play the Broncos I think you can say lock the Warriors in as favourites, Smithy. Wow. Okay. Look forward to that. 
Um, how often do you see in a footy team they sack the coach and next time up uh, the team wins? How often do you see that happen? And what a fantastic game of footy this was uh, on Friday night, the Dragons and the Roosters. Yeah, well, it's all player-driven that they, they must have thought about things and, gee, we've, we've dodged a bullet. The poor old coach gets the flick and, and then their attitudes change. Actually, it's, it's only about a... It's about a 30% win rate, to be fair. Um, so it's not a majority thing that it happens, but it does happen. Look, the Dragons-Roosters game was um, was amazing <laughs> in the way that it finished in the very last play of the game. So we had, just so people who didn't know the, the scoreline, the way it went through the game, Dragons led 12-0 after 15 minutes. Um, with 17 to go, though, and then got to 14-0. With 17 to go, though, they trailed 16-14. Then they hit the front to lead 18-16. Then they trailed 22-18. And then they score off the last play of the game to win 24-22. It was amazing scenes, um, but I still think they've got a lot of troubles. And the Roosters have a lot of troubles as well. So, you know, I, I love the entertainment. It'll be one of the best finishes of the year. But we're kidding ourselves if we don't think that, you know, both those teams are in a lot of strife in, in the full context of this year's competition. Eels, 36, Rabbitohs, 16, visiting the Rabbitohs. Amazing result, oh, that oh, one in itself. Oh, what a finish. Um, they, they, South City hit the front after half time, and you thought, yep, yeah, they'll go on with it here. Their second half form is good. That was the 48th minute. They never scored again. Um, the Eels, four converted tries. The last four tries of the match end up with a 20-point margin over a team that was hot as, and the Eels with just a two-man bench pretty much for that um, second half. Now, that's a great performance by Parramatta. While they sit down on 10 competition points with a congestion on this ladder and, a you know, as I say, a tricky origin period to come in two key positions. In fact... In three key positions, fullback, 5'8", halfback, Gutherson, Brown, Moses. I'm thinking none of those three have anything to do with origin. Quite obviously, Brown won't, being a Kiwi, but I don't think Gutherson and Moses are going to play origin. Look out Parramatta. They might, you know, they might storm through this origin period. They might indeed. They just might indeed. Uh, how about the Sharks? How are they looking? I've got, I've got to confess, I've got a vested interest in this in a local mm. sweepstake. The Sharks, 26, <laughs> the Knights, 6. Putting our cards on the table. Well, I'll put my cards on the table. I think they're capable of winning the competition. They won't win the competition with uh, the form that they displayed on Saturday against the Knights. It was a moderate performance, 26-6. Um, to 6. Will Kennedy was the shining light, the fullback. Nico Hines was very good, but no, Sharks left a lot of football out on the field at Coffs Harbour on uh, Saturday, and Newcastle, they're on a bit of the slippery dip at the moment. Um, you know, competitive, but but showed signs of being far more than that early in the season, but now they've sort of stalled on four wins and, and one draw. Um, I don't think the Knights will be playing finals football this year, um, but both teams, again, like um, like the Dragons and the Roosters, both, both sides I saw on Saturday in this game can play better. OK, right. Uh, now, I, didn't, I, I don't know how many times I've said this. I did not see this coming. Uh, the Tigers, 66. The Cowboys, 18. Uh, what does it say about the Cowboys? Oh, well, well, they had us all deceived. Um, first of all, it's not often that you can follow a form line in rugby league because it just goes you know, pear-shaped very quickly. But at Magic Round, the Cowboys beat the Roosters when it turned wet. I think it's sort of we over when we thought, oh, well, Cowboys are back. No, I think it, it highlighted how bad the Roosters are going. So the Cowboys didn't exactly put the Roosters to the spear on the day. 
Then the Cowboys beat the Dragons. Now, I called that game, and I got a bit of flack from Cowboys fans because they said, oh, gee, you, you weren't very complimentary of the Cowboys. Well, I call it as I see it. I thought they were poor, and they beat a team that was awful. <laughs> so that was the Cowboys' form line going into the game. A bit iffy. They had beaten the Roosters and beaten the Dragons. And they take on the Tigers. Now, did I see 66 points coming? Well, no one did. No. But, but the Cowboys are so far off where they were this time last year, Smithy, They've been the plummeters in this year's competition. They look like a bottom four side for mine. And the Tigers, just so you go over it, with 17 to go, I'm watching it live thinking, you know what, the Cowboys, if they get another one, you know, like you, were, you weren't. But then the, then the Tigers score five tries in the last 15 minutes. Like that's, that's absurd. This was the team running last. Hadn't, didn't score a point the previous week against Souths. They put on 30 in the last 15. They put on 66 for the match. It'll go down as one of the more incredible games in my life following the sport. Bottom place Tigers score 66 points. An amazing win. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, to finish off Saturday, we saw um, the Storm uh, giving the Dolphins um, a little taste of reality, I guess. Storm looking very good. Yeah, Storm first half very good, 24 Four, but Craig Bellamy was beside himself how poor Melbourne was in the second half and the Dolphins weren't able to bridge the gap. They, well, they bridged it, but not to the extent they needed. Um, I, think, I think, I reckon you could say some of the Dolphins players, the former Storm players, such as Felice Cafusi and, to a lesser degree, Kenny Bromwich, you could take off the head, put on a pumpkin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Felice Cafusi went right over the top, second minute, sin-binned. You know, like that. And Kenny Bromwich late in the game. Now, he's only been fine for the dangerous contact, but, you know, I just think they went about it the wrong way. And these are you know, incredibly experienced players um, that that didn't quite uh, t- channel that the right way. The aggression of taking on your former club. Uh, Jesse Bromwich, no dramas there. But it, I, I thought it was disappointing from the Dolphins. And Craig Bellamy had reason to be disappointed with a storm second half, but they'd done enough by halftime, leading by 20, to win the game. I was, a li- I was a little let down by the game, Smithy. Again, call it as you see it. I thought it was going to be an absolute blockbuster, and it fell well short of that. Bulldogs 20. This is uh, first of two yesterday. Bulldogs 20, Titans uh, 18. Titans fans should feel sick today that they lost that game. Um, the, Bulls, the Bulldogs, I mean, one of the Matt Burton bombs um, was caught on the full by Jake Avarillo, who ran away to score. Then another bomb that there were three Titan players looking around it and just look at it, and it hits Brian Kelly in the legs and bounces up into the hands of Jacob Carraz, and he sprints away to score. Uh, you know, the, the Titans have let slip. No team has lost more games, leading by 14 points or more in the last three years than the Titans. That's the seventh time it's happened. So not just this year, it's sort of, it's set into their DNA now that they, you know, you think the Raiders have some fade outs, but the Titans are right up there and it's happening way too often um, and that was a game they should have won. The Titans could be just about leading the competition had they not blown some big leads this year. And good luck to the Bulldogs. Um, Josh Adokar back, but that was a game that the Titans lost maybe more than the Bulldogs won, if you know what I mean. Rightio. It's a, a bit of a bob each way here on this one. Uh, there's still a lot of Seagulls fans in New Zealand, of course. Uh, Raiders had uh, the best of the start, 6-0 up earlier than the Seagulls. Uh, on the back of uh, Tedesco, James Tedesco had a mad, magical 20-minute period in the game. Changed the whole course of the match. 42-14 the Raiders, but uh, injury problems again. 
Yeah, so Tom Trebojevic, the hat trick, that that was amazing. Canberra scoring, you know, after five minutes, Elliot Whitehead plunges over. Do you think, here they go. You know, they've won five in a row, they're off again. Manly scored the next seven tries. <laughs> Manly have seven on the board before Canberra get their second try. So that was quite incredible. Tom Trebojevic, the big story. But Jake and Josh Schuster, also a pretty big story. Finding, you know, showing us, just reminding us of his talents. Manly is a, a far better side if they can get Josh Schuster right. But Jake Trebojevic um, pulled up with a, a recurrence of his calf injury, so much so that he pretty much ruled himself out of state of origin straight away after the game. So the Manly uh, training staff called the Blues camp to say, no, Jake won't be coming, he's out. So Jake Trebojevic, calf injury, they call it an old man's injury, the calf injury, second time this year. So his brother Tom's got the hamstring, Jake's got the calf to worry about now. Um, So um, there's a chance all three Trebojevic's will be sidelined when Manly play Newcastle because Ben's got an injury problem as well. Manly to play Newcastle this weekend. Um, I'm happy for Manly. Um, I don't know what to make of Canberra to lose by that much at home when you were in such yeah. good form. Um, and, and, and Canberra, again, uh, you know, could have been sitting equal first had they won. Yeah, um, I, I just got to look at the state of origin, Vossi, if we can, because it's not yep. far away. I think uh, about nine days away. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, what, are you, <laughs> what are you looking now? Um, at, uh, could you pick one this far out? Well, I was thinking, as I tried to pin my sides down last week, I was thinking, well, I think Queensland are going to be favourites. But I had a little disclaimer. But if New South Wales, if if Trebojevic comes right, and if their big players play up to their ability, and by that I mean, you know, a backline that has Tedesco, Latrell Mitchell, Tom Trebojevic back in form, then I've got New South Wales favourites. So it's a, it's an if. It's an if. Um, that's, where I've, I've, um, that's where I've landed. A very tight series, two very talented squads picked. And I know we're going to have argy-bargy and debate about who's picked and who's not. I think the bigger shocks are with Queensland, to be honest. Um, they've they've you know, built a foundation over the years of the creed, pick and stick and loyalty. Well, you know, confirmation, Kalen Ponga, who was man of the match in game three, has been deemed not ready for origin right now. Um, on the back of, you know, the, the head knocks and what have you. But the other day he came off for an HIA and was cleared and came back on and played out the game. But Reese Walsh will be fullback for Queensland and Origin 1 in Adelaide. And the fact that Dane Gagai's not there, that is an em- enormous shock. 21 Origins, club form for Dane Gagai has never mattered. He plays for Queensland, he's like Superman. So for them to, to brush Dane Gagai, that's a big call. And Hamaso Tabuai Fido... The Dolphins' fullback will play in the centres for Queensland, so they're among the um, the shocks, if you will. The Queen, uh, the New South Wales side, the biggest shock really was Tavita Pengai Jr. Um, being called up for Jake Trebojevic. Appy Corusau getting the nod ahead of Damian Cook. Well, they're both fantastic players, and Nico Hines will be on a debut for New South Wales. He will be in jumper fourteen, coming off the bench. Um, a lot to like about both teams, Smithy and. Uh, and uh, I know it's a very late start for New Zealand viewers, but, uh, you know, we'll all be watching where we can. State of origin number one. I think it'll be intriguing. Just finally, finally, uh, Vossi, um, yours truly is going along to my first ever NRL game this weekend. I live in Hawke's Bay, which uh, we don't very often get them, so we'd have to traipse north to uh, Auckland. I haven't been able to do that yet in my career, but I do debut this weekend. Any tips? Any tips for a, a debutante? 
Well, I'm, I'm making a shout-out to the Warriors marketing team. I'd be teeing up a helicopter. I would like Ian Smith to be uh, landing on ground with the match ball, I think, Smithy. Um, and, and Mount Smart Stadium, um, although, mind you, you're going to McLean Park, aren't you? No, of course. You're, yes. yeah, not, not about yes. Smart. I, I'm just having the helicopter arriving, you with the match ball, um, and, and sit close up to really appreciate it, um, Smithy. I was going to say at Mount Smart Stadium, you sit, you sit down at the bottom of the bowl over the, over the um, dressing room side of the ground, uh, the home dressing room side of the ground, I think is a fantastic viewing area. Um, but no, sit close to the action, Smithy. If you can swing a little sideline seat, I think you'll love the experience and, and appreciate the, the great sport even more, how tough these blokes are, how tough our athletes are. How tough they are indeed, yeah. I, I saw a hit. Uh, I'm not sure. If, 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 there was a hit yesterday. I can't remember the people involved, but it was a coat hanger tackle in the Manly game against the mm. Raiders. I'm not sure if you saw that. Yeah, in I rugby like union, involved, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, in rugby union, that guy goes to the judiciary. He's out for six weeks. It was handled, I thought, beautifully on the field of play. And uh, it was on Croker, and I thought Croker handled it beautifully as well. Uh, and yeah. the game just goes on with, with 13 aside. I thought it was... Brilliant piece of officiating. Yeah, yeah. Look, I saw the other night. I mean, man, I've seen some great hits. I mean, people who say it's not tough anymore and, you know, you've got to have the headbutts and the punching, leave me out of that. Um, the, the, the sport is as tough as ever. It's just not as dirty as it was. Let, let's be honest. Mm. Um, you don't get away with the cheap shots that you once did. Um, now, you'll love it, Smithy. Uh, I, I feel yep. very lucky, and I know... Most of our listeners may be you know, rugby union uh, or you know, born and bred as far as rugby union is concerned, but, I, but I, I, I thank God every day I was born a rugby league man. I love the sport. Good on you, Bossy. Uh, great to catch up with you, um, and uh, thanks very much on uh, your little uh, summary of the weekend and what's coming up, uh, Origin, not too far away. Have a terrific week, mate, over there on SENZ, in, SEN, sorry, I should say, in Sydney. Good on you, Smithy. See you, mate.